All right. Hello, everyone. My name's Ariel. And I'm eating a mango. And this is Fairy Tale. insert morbid theme song wrong podcast don't i don't want them to sue us i like them i want them to i want senpai to notice me well they'll notice you copyright infringement Ka-cha! <laughs> you. so what do we have on the docket for today okay real quick before we get on what's on the docket for today um i just want to quick say uh hello to everybody out there we uh it recently came to our attention uh, I got an email saying that in the fiction section of uh, iTunes, we are in the top 10 or top 100 for uh, Mongolia, Korea, Vietnam, the Czech Republic, and the Philippines. Well, that's kind of a a big gap of where we could be, but it's exciting nonetheless. I don't know why they'd be listening to us, but like that's exciting. It, I, I'm terrified at the idea that the people in the Philippines are using us to learn English. Mm. Mm. Abort. Bad. That's a bad idea. That's a real bad idea. But yeah, no, we're number eight in Mongolia, number 10 in uh, the Republic of Korea, um, 11 in Vietnam, 24 in the Czech Republic, 71 in Taiwan, and number 100 in the Philippines. Not bad. Yeah. So real quick, um, forgive me if I'm slaughtering this. Oh, no. Senbenol. Yebuseo, Xinjiao, Ahoy, Ninho, and Kamusta to all of our listeners out there. Well, I'm thanks, try- everybody. I'm trying. Gosh, we're white. Anyways. At least I got Kamusta. <laughs> so, now that we That we've- one's close to, you know, my Kamusta, the Filipino way of. It actually, is, it's like how are it's mm-hmm. it comes from como esta mm. because Spanish. Yay for imperialism! I'm not going to go there. No, um, don't. Bad, bad plans. Bad plans. <laughs> bad plans. Speaking of imperialism, our first story is from the Iroquois. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm excited about the story, but like that transition makes me scared. <laughs> The two stories we're going to cover today are both fairly short. Um, one is The Dead Wife, which is a story from the Iroquois. The other is uh, Herman or Herman or Herman. Um, the Flower Queen's Daughter, which is from Bukovina. Nice. Which is somewhere in Eastern Europe in the Carpathian general area duchy established by Austria. Um, <laughs> sure. That sounds well researched. <laughs> Hi, Google. Thank you. Curse you. Um, Austro, uh, Hungarian area. I never heard of it before. Okay. So it's, it's in Austria. Yeah. Okay. That, uh, awesome. Um, both of these are found in the yellow fairy book as collected by Andrew Lang. Nice. Our favorite Matt Scotsman. I'm excited to see what madness has been brought upon us today. All right. Um, oh, just also real quick before we get into them. Next time we'll be doing the Wicked Tanuki 
and I forget what the other one's called. We're a well-prepared podcast. That's what it's called. The Story of Pathman. That's it. Which actually I think is German. I wonder if that's like a German version of Half-Life. It's a little hair in your mustache. Yeah, that's what mustaches are, hun. They're little hairs. Yes, but it's little hair that doesn't, it wasn't growing there. It was just hanging there. <laughs> it was hanging in for dear life and you killed it. Yes. Speaking of killed, what about the dead wife? So, sorry. So the dead wife um, actually reminded me an awful lot of the story of Orpheus. Oh, okay. It's basically the story of Orpheus. <laughs> okay. Um, once upon a time, of course. There was this man and his wife. They lived in a forest um, far from the rest of the tribe, like a week out from walking Okay. from the rest of the tribe. And they would do everything together because they were a very happy, well-adjusted couple. Also, it was only them. Also, it was only them. No mothers-in-law. I'm kidding. I love you, Kit. Um, uh, so, yeah, they go out hunting together. After a while, the wife was like, you know, I've got a lot of stuff I need to take care of at home, so I'm going to stay home and take care of stuff. And the husband found that he was actually more unlucky when he went um, hunting without her. Mm. But, and part of this lack of luck is that eventually she got sick and she died. Oh. I mean, I don't know if that counts as bad luck for him so much as it's really bad luck for her. But I mean, like, I guess he has to live with it. So there's that. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, he grieves. He buries her in the house where she had lived. Um... And after all, he feels so lonely without her that he makes a wooden doll about her height and size for company. This isn't creepy at all. This isn't like bordering on psycho territory. There's actually a fascinating story involving um, something along these lines that happened in the Keys area of Florida. But that's from that's for a different podcast. Maybe Rocky Mountain Murder Company. <laughs> if Caroline and I ever get that started. Um... So he builds a wooden replica of his wife. Yes, dresses it. Not creepy. Dresses it in her clothes, the whole nine yards. Like, like you do. I guess actual nine yards, possibly. No, I'm kidding. I have no idea. She's um, very tall. <laughs> layers, honey, layers. She was very, very tall, but he folded her up to make her fit. Um, he seated it in front of the fire, tried to pretend that he had her back again because you know, he's lonely. He misses his wife. He lives a week out from the rest of the tribe. Um, next, he goes out to hunt, and when he comes home, the first thing he does, he does is he goes up to the doll, brushes off some of the ashes, um, but, you know, he's really, really busy now, so he's doing his best to cook, clean, mend, and hunt, and, and, and. He's, he's discovering that bachelor life be busy. I'm, I mean, like, I'm curious as to why, like, oh, you know, my wife died, and I'm very sad and lonely. Why don't I return to the tribe? Where, you know, like, I could be part of a community where we help each other. But, like, I don't know. Mm. Maybe he killed somebody and that's why they weren't living with the tribe. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> you were giving me this look. <laughs> anyway, so, um, this goes on for about a year. And then he comes home from hunting one night and finds that there's some wood stocked by the door. And there's a fire already going. He goes, Tefa? That's not creepy at all. Okay. That, Hello, that's my weird. darling. I was waiting for you. I threw my eight limbs into the fire for you. Why does Don't it, worry, why are there I have eight? twelve more. Why are there so many limbs? Um the next night there's not or this happens again the next night where there's not only a fire and wood, but there's also dinner cooking. Nice. And almost ready. 
Nice. Ghost dinner. Who are you going to call? Ghost dinner. <laughs> Uber Eats. You're not DoorDash. <sighs> yeah. Um. So he comes back. Dinner's yes, thank cooking. You. Yes. Um. He goes, okay, this is weird. And he's looking everywhere and he can't find anybody. So he goes out to hunt one day, but he take, but he, he goes out to hunt again the next day. But he doesn't go terribly far to make sure that he comes home early. When he does, he finds that there's, or when he still weighs off, though, he sees this woman going into the house with wood on her shoulders. Okay. And he goes, what? So he runs home, opens the door quickly, and instead of the wooden doll, there's his wife sitting in front of the fire. Like you do when you're made of wood. So she speaks to him and says, The great spirit felt sorry for you because he would not be comforted, so he let me come back to you. But you must not stretch forth your hand to touch me till we have seen the rest of our people. If you do, I shall die. This is, this is gonna go well. This, this is, is gonna go real well. Suddenly everyone's remembering Orpheus. <laughs> if I've learned anything about uh, fairy tale and folklore and anything like that, it's that men have no self-control. It's like grinder, but ancient. Who are you going to call? DoorDash! I'm not DoorDashing a grinder, Dave. No. Not in this economy. <laughs> Bad plans. If you're DoorDashing a grinder, date, doesn't that just make you Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh, no. It just means I ordered somebody tasty. <laughs> now back to the story. You can't touch her until they meet the rest of their people. Otherwise, she dies again. Yes. So he listens. And he actually, they, they get along like this for a whole year. Why do they not just go and get there? Like, you know what? I want to be with you again. Why don't we make the trip to go see our people? Or I can go get our people and bring them back with something. Mm-hmm. Any, like, mm-hmm. I can put you in a rucksack and then I don't have to touch you and you don't have to touch me. And you're made of wood, so it's fine. <sighs> okay. So they do this for a year. So they do this for a year, and he turns to her and says, you know, it's been two years since you died. Let's go back to our tribe, then you'll be well, and I can touch you. Yeah. Why they're waiting a year, as you said, I have no idea. They just do. Um, so he prepares food for the journey, and they start off. And like I said, the, the camp is, for the tribe is about six, seven days away. Mm-hmm. They get one day away. Of course they do. Um, it starts snowing. They're tired. They stop, they make a fire, they cook some food, they spread out their skins and go to sleep. And they're going to go to sleep. And he's, he reaches out to touch her. Because he looks over and he's like, oh, I, I miss her, I want to touch her. He's mm-hmm. like, can, can hug? Need cuddles. No. Wife is infected with plot. <laughs> Need cuddles, please. And she's telling him, what? No, no, no one's seen us yet. It's too soon. You can't, don't touch me. He touches her. And suddenly he's clasping the wooden doll again. And when he sees the doll, he pushes it away from him in his misery, rushes to the camp, tells him everything that happened. A lot of them are doubting this. So they go back to where he and his wife stopped to rest. And there's the doll. And they see in the snow steps of two people. One was, and one of the footsteps was like the footsteps of a doll. And the man grieves sore the rest of his life, the end. This is what you get for not having patience. When your wife is in quarantine, you gotta let her stay in quarantine, or you'll be sad and she'll die again. This song has been brought to you by Tone Deafness. And the glitches have been brought to you by Computer.
Good job. Weren't you in a quartet once? I was, but I, like we weren't good. You were pretty decent, not that one night. Oh my god, yeah, no, we don't talk about that one No, we night. don't. That's our spaghetti incident. We don't talk about that one. Spaghetti incident? It's a trip. Oh, okay. So, the next story! <laughs> the next story, we have the Flower Queen's daughter. There's this young prince, and he's riding through the meadow that goes on for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles, and he finds this ditch, and inside the ditch is a woman crying. Is an old woman crying for help. He stops, he helps her get out of the ditch. Okay. And she, he's like, how did you get in there? Because I'm a very poor old woman, and soon after midnight, I set out for the neighboring town in order to sell my eggs at markets. I just imagine that she's got, like, her ovaries in jars. She's like, I have to sell what? my eggs in market before they dry up. You are terrible. I am. With, what the hell? Think of how much money she could make for that. Think of all the people listening to this learning English. I mean, I hope not. <laughs> so she's going to sell her eggs. At the market the following Most morning. Most likely she not her eggs, but... She loses her way in the dark, falls into a deep ditch, and she's been, and she might have remained there forever, if only for your kindness. And he goes, well, you know what? You can barely walk. Here, get on my horse. I'll, I'll take you home. And then she goes, yeah, and rides off with his horse. No. Damn it. <laughs> um, so he takes, or er, so she gives him directions. They go back to the horse. They get to the hut. She gets down and says, just a second, I'll give you something. It's like, I have something for you, young man. You know, you were all so very, very nice to me. So she disappears into the hut, comes back and says, you're a mighty prince, but at the same time, you have a kind heart, which deserves to be rewarded. Would you like to have the most beautiful woman in the world as your wife? Hint, it's me. No. <laughs> that was the old lady. No. Maybe it was one of her eggs. No. It was the horse. Also, no. Damn. <laughs> It was the one-armed man. <laughs> no, that's Hathman, and we're not there yet. Oh, okay. That's next episode. Okay, okay. That's next very funny. Um, and I'm not sure the Hathman thing is interesting. Anyway, um, and he goes, well, yes? Ooh, he gay. Ooh, he gay. <laughs> no. There was hesitation. There was hesitation. No, no, no. He's like, I guess. This is me trying. I guess. This is me trying to say... And, well, Homeboy was really, really straight, so yes, but I can think of a clever way to say it. Uh -huh. He was gay, everybody. <laughs> so, he's he, sorely he disappointed says, in He his says, most wish. certainly I would. And she goes, okay, the most beautiful woman. And she goes, all right, so the most beautiful woman in the world is the daughter of the Queen of the Flowers, who's been captured by a dragon. If you want to marry her, you got to set her free. And I'm going to help you do this. Nice. I'm going to give you this little bell. If you ring the spell once, the king of the eagles will come to help you. If you ring the spell twice, the king of the foxes will come to help you. If you ring it three times, the king of the fishes will come to help you. Best of luck. Goes back inside the house, house, and she disappear. And he goes, oh, fairies, damn it. So I just imagine that, like, with one ring of the bell, it's Lord of the Rings. With two rings of the bell, it's Sutoki. And with three rings of the bell, Mermista shoots out of the water and hits him with a stick. If it makes you feel better. <laughs> Again, if you feel like drawing this, please do. Um, yeah, and he goes, oh, fairy. Okay, so he puts the little bell carefully in his pocket, rides home, tells his dad what happened, and that he wants to go 
uh, find this girl so he can marry her. So he can save her and then, and then hopefully marry her. You know, that's, assuming that's a she... really solid political mission to go on. I'm There's to... a princess being held by a dragon. I have a bell that will help me save her. And his dad's like, hun, hun, how do, well, how do we, we have tell a... him that we know he's gay? He doesn't have to make up <laughs> stories like this. <sighs> the fairy has already left the story. Nick, you're going to have to get used to it. Oh no, the fairy's still here. <laughs> the fairy's the star of the show. Anyways, so he goes, he tells his parents. He goes, he tells his parents, um, and he takes off on his mission. He roams around the world for the whole year. His horse dies of exhaustion. He's had a rough time. But he still has come to no trace of her or where she is, and like he's got no leads. Maybe you should have asked for directions before the old so, lady vanished and disappeared. So eventually he comes to this one hut in which or in which is sitting this very old man. And he goes, hey, old man, old man, do you have any ideas on where I can find the Flower Queen's daughter who's being held by a dragon? And he goes, you know what? No. But my dad might travel down this road for a solid year and you'll get to his house. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, fuck you. <laughs> and he goes, okay. So he goes, he walks down this road for another year and gets to the, or gets to the old man's old dad's house uh-huh. and asks the same question. And the old dad goes, you know what? No, I have no idea where she is. But if you walk down this road another year, another year, you'll run into my dad. And he'll probably know what to tell you. I'm shaking my head at the foolishness of this. This is turning into a three-year journey. Why? Most of which he's been walking. Ew. So he walks straight. What road goes straight for a solid year? He walks straight down the road for another year. It's the only straight thing about this story. So. Mm -hmm. Um, So he walks straight down the road for another year. Runs into the old grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, and he go, or and the old grandpa kind of goes, all right, um, you know what? Yeah, I know where she is. And the dragon lives up the mountain, but he's just begun his year of sleep. He's awake for a year. He sleeps for a year. He's awake for a year. He sleeps for a year. You know, goes back and forth like this all the time. Um, but if you wish to see the flower queen's daughter... Um, go up to the second mountain where the dragon's old mother lives. She has a ball every night. Mm-hmm. And uh, the flower queen's daughter goes to it regularly. So the prince goes up the second mountain, finds the castle that's made out, out of like solid gold with diamonds for windows. This is so bougie. Uh-huh. I kind of love it. Of course you do. Me and the stepsisters from it, the old... Just for um, you, we'll make it rose gold. Oh, Ooh, I really like it. Rose gold is pretty. I'm pretty. I am. My makeup is so good today. I mean, like, it's okay. It could be better. But, like, I'm so pretty. Rose gold castle. Anyways. <sighs> um, Sorry. Yes. He goes up to the castle. Um, he opens the big gate. There's a whole big pile of tapioca. No, I'm kidding. Ooh, it's a tapioca castle, everybody. Oh, yeah. Gotta get yourself that tapioca. Oh, yeah. Get yourself a good bite. Sorry, I accidentally went into the accent and I just, anyway. Tapioca in the castle. 
<laughs> Yo, it's the big game. Are you done? No. <laughs> He opens the big gate leading to the courtyard, just about to walk in with a bunch of dragons rush around him and go, what do you want? This is the dragon orgy. Get out. <laughs> and the princess, I, 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 I have heard so much of the beauty and kindness of the dragon queen's mother. I would like to enter her service. I mean, like, I'll give him, you know, he could be fire pan. He's and flexible. he goes, er, and this, the dragons are flattered and goes, okay, well, come with me. I'll take you to, to the mother dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, they enter the castle, walk through the 12 splendid halls, all made of rose, sure, gold, and diamonds. Lovely. This place has got to be so heavy. In the 12th, well, it's a good thing most people don't lift houses. Uh, most Let alone people. castles. <laughs> most people. Yes, I'm sure there's a fairy tale somewhere. I wonder, like, how structurally sound, like, a building made out of gold and diamond would be, though, because that's, like, really heavy stuff. Science out of Tumblr. Are, are we on Tumblr now? No, but there's a false reblog. <laughs> I'll click reblog. <sighs> um. So they go through the twelve halls. Yeah, they go through the twelve halls. They find the mother dragon sitting on a diamond throne, and she's the ugliest woman under the sun, and she has three heads. Nice. And um, the prince is like, oh, um. Mm. Hello. And her voice is like the croaking of many ravens. And she asks, Why have you come here? Why have you come here? <coughs> I can't maintain that. Good try. And the prince answers at once, I have heard so much of your beauty and kindness, and I would very much like to enter your service. <sighs> stick with the line, stick with the line, stick with the line. Oh, I can't think of anything else. Oh, there's three heads. I can't service all of those at the same time. She says, very well, but if you wish to enter my service, you must first lead my mare out to the meadow and look after her for three days. And if you don't bring her home safely every evening, we're, or we're going to eat you. Um, this nom, is, nom, nom, princess. And this is not a princess snake. I, I can't do the snake dance. I know. I don't know it. No, but, no, like, no. I am imagining No, no, Princess now. Snake, like, um, Dragon Ball Z bridged. Oh, right. That's a different kind of om nom nom. Yes. Um, okay. So he's got to take the mare out. And yeah. he's got to bring it home. And me. he goes, okay. So he takes it out. Um, so he takes it out. As soon as they reach the grass, the horse vanishes. Uh, okay. And he's like. Uh, so he searches everywhere for it. Cannot find the mare. And then he remembers, and he sits down and he starts thinking about his sad lot in life. And then he realizes, wait a second. Pulls out the little bell the fairy gave him. That he hasn't thought to use for three years. Uh-huh. Honestly, I would have used it by then. Mm. Hey, eagles, I don't want to walk for a year. Hey, eagles, I don't want to walk for another year. Yeah, that sounds like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Eagles helpful, my ass. Anyways. <laughs> um, rings the bell. The king of the eagles shows up and says, I know what you want. Mm-hmm. Or lands in front of him and says, you know, I know what you want. Um, the mare's up flying among the clouds right now. I, or I'll gather up the rest of the eagles. And we'll, like, bring it down. And we'll bring it back down to you. We'll bring the mare back down to you. Okay. Cool. So they do. And... Every, everybody's all nice and happy and wonderful. And uh, the the prince takes the mare back to the house, or back to the castle. 
And the queen is shocked. And says, well, congratulations. Here, have a cloak of copper. Uh, that also sounds heavy. Yes. They're dragons. They're into heavy metal? Yes. But not heavy metals. Die. <laughs> okay, um, so she gives him a heavy... Yeah, so she's like, oh, I'm, I, you succeeded today in looking after my mare, and as a reward, you shall come to my ball tonight. And she also gives him a cloak made of copper, and leads him into a big room where several young he-dragons and she-dragons are all dancing together. Here, too, is the flower queen's beautiful daughter. She's finally walked on stage. Her dress is woven out of flowers, and her complexion is like lilies and roses. As the prince is dancing with her, he manages to whisper in her ear, I've come to set you free. Which um, is like... I mean, like, the queen is ugly, but the food is good. Bitch, what are you here She for? says, if you succeed in bringing the mare back safely the third day, ask the mother dragon to give you a full of the mare as a reward. Okay. So, yeah. She's, girl's already got this plan. Girl has her exit like, strategy planned. Awesome. You are here to fulfill my plan. Thank you. Ball comes to an end at midnight, early the next morning. The prince leads the mare back out. And again, the mare vanishes. So he takes out the little bell and rings it twice. And the king of the foxes dance, er, appears before him and says, I already know what you want, and I will summon all the foxes in the world together to find the mare who has hidden herself on the hill. So next thing you know, there are thousands of foxes chasing this horse back to the, um, the dragon, or back to the meadow by the dragon queen's home. I, like... So, like, not to spoil anything, but this is giving me some really strong, like, re-zero vibes, which t changes the tone <laughs> of the I thought scene, that was bunnies. Kind of considerably. Oh, it is. But, like, just watch re-zero. Just watch re-zero, and then re-listen to these two lines. It will all be worth it. Anyways. <sighs> so, he ride. So, Prince has the mare back, rides home to the Mother Dragon, who this time is given or this time she gives him a cloak made of silver and again lets him go to the ball okay. that night. Um, the Flower Queen's daughter is delighted to see him safe and sound. And while they're dancing together, says, if you succeed again tomorrow, wait for me with the foal in the meadow. After the ball, we'll fly away together. So she's filling him in on the plan. Okay. I like that she's got her shit together because, like, it's not that I think that the prince is an idiot because I think, like, maybe for the first time in a long time on this series... Like, the main characters are not total idiots. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, I'm just glad that she's got her shit together. Mm -hmm. Like, mm. Persephone has her ish together. Yes. Yes. She is She is the flower queen's daughter, so that works well. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Um, so it's the end of the second night. It's the end of the second night. Uh, third morning dawns. Um... Prince leads the mare out to the meadow, and then once again, the horse vanishes. Okay. So the prince takes out the little bell, rings it three times. And the king of the fishes appears and says, I already know what you want. I'm going to summon together all the fishes of the sea together. That's a lot. I'm just imagining a ton of, like, anglerfish and blobfish <laughs> coming up to the surface. Decompressing into goo. No. Um... And tell them to bring you back the mare who's hiding herself in a river. Towards the end of the evening, the mare's returned to him. He leads her, and he leads the mare home to the mother dragon. She goes, you are a brave youth, and I will make you my body servant. Like, I'll make you my bodyguard. 
but what shall I give you as a reward to begin with? So he does as the princess, mm-hmm. as the flower queen's daughter instructed, and asks for a full of the mare. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, okay, yeah, sure, we can do that. That's great. And she also gives him a, so she gives him that and a cloak made of gold and takes her, um, and takes her to the bowl. Um, also, it's mentioned here, the queen of the dragons has fallen in, has fallen in love with our dear prince. Oh, Because no. he had praised her beauty and kindness. Oh, no. Poor girl. I'm the queen the best you've seen, so worship me. What? Um, the evil queen song from Rhapsody, a musical adventure. It's a really great JRPG from like, ooh, the 90s? It's old, but it's great. And Big Titty Sorceress Evil Queen has a whole song about how she wants everybody to love her because she's beautiful. And all of her henchmen are like, well, you're dumb, but so are we. So... <laughs> I think I remember you telling me about this once upon a time. It's so good. Anyways. Anyway. Completely unrelated. Yes, completely unrelated. Um do, 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 do. So she's so, fallen in love with so him. So she's fallen in love with him. They go to the ball. Before the entertainment is over, he slips away, goes straight to the stables, grabs the foal, mounts it, rides out to the meadow to wait for the or for the flower queen. Towards midnight, she appears and he puts her on the horse in front of him and uh she, the horse, or she, he, and the horse all fly away like the wind until um, they reach the Flower Queen's dwelling. But the dragons had noticed that they ran away. Well, yeah, because they're not dumb. Right. Um, and they woke their brother up out of his, their, or out of his year's sleep. And he goes, someone stole my princess? Yeah, so bitch. not happy. She left you. She, she was not happy with you. You slept for a whole year. She got none. She had right to leave. Uh, determined to lay siege to the Flower Queen's palace, he's um, pissed, very pissed. Uh, and the but, yes, sorry, I was going somewhere with that sentence. That was going to sound better, but he flies into a rage and is like, "I'm going to, or I'm going to lay siege to the Flower Queen's palace and bring her back." But the Flower Queen has um, caused a forest of flowers as high as the sky to grow up around the dwelling, which no one could force away. And the Flower Queen hears that her daughter wants to marry the prince and says, I will give my consent to your marriage gladly, but um, she can only stay with you in summer. This is, this is like very Persephone. Yes. In winter, when everything's dead and the ground is covered with snow, she must come, with, come and live with me with, or in my palace underground. Okay. So it's slightly reverse Persephone. Okay. Um, the prince consents to this, leads his beautiful bride home, where the wedding is held with great pomp and magnificence. The young couple lived happily together till winter came, um, when the flower queen's daughter departed and went home to her mother. In the summer, she returned to her husband. Their life was joy and happiness, and last till the approach of winter, and on and on and on and on and on. And despite all of this, they always lived happily together at the end. That's actually really sweet. Like, I, I think I really like that one. Because, like... Nothing really awful happens to anybody, which is so, so unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't know, like this has got like, I'm a little surprised that this one hasn't been made into like a popular like animated film or something. Because like you could totally work with this. You totally could. However, it is so, it, it's like a reskin in a lot of ways of the Persephone Hades myth. I'm uh, like in some ways, yes. But really, like, only in the end. 
and the fact that she's the flower princess. Because everything before that is like, yeah, this no. is a damsel in distress, there are dragons kind yeah, of story. It, it, Except there's political intrigue with, with the dragon queen. Oh, yeah. Because he's like a spy sneaking in, hiding before your very eyes. But like, I don't know. Like, I like this one. This yeah. one's really good. I mean, I like the last one too, but the last one's just like, sad orpheus from another um like culture yep which is very interesting very interesting like especially i like the, the different angles on that yep. but like especially from an academic level oh totally totally the like kind of concurrent like... evolution of folklore in different places mm -hmm. very interesting. oh yeah no it's it's a shame ian's not here to listen to these two because he would have had a ball Oh, he would have had a ball and probably corrected us like half a dozen times at least. Probably. Because there's a lot of correcting to do here. I just know it. But I'm not Googling shit. Love you, darling. Um, yeah. So that about covers our stories for the day. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Please, 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 please. Especially if you're on Apple, um, rate and review. Because that really just helps us out on the business and helps us get a far or helps us get a farther reach. We'd love to get some uh, uh, sponsors and that kind of thing going here. And for that to happen, we need to get a little further up the charts. Um, yeah, you, you don't even have to say anything. Let's go small town murder with this. You don't even have to say anything in particular. You can just say they're making me do this. I don't care. We're making you do this at risk of us putting out another episode where we ask for it again. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah. And uh, you can uh, support the podcast or you can support the podcast that way. You can also go to ko-fi.com slash chaos underscore Lily to uh, leave something basically in our virtual tip jar. You can become one of our patron or patrons, 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 Patreon, pick a one. Yeah. You can be one. Of, you can become one of our, uh, join the Patreon. Thank you. I, I'm sitting here trying not to steal from Morbid and call us and call you our Patronuses. Um, Give it time. We'll come up with something witty and unoriginal. I, I promise. Yes. Um, if you want to become one of our patrons, you can look into our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash chaos lily creations. That's C H A O S L I L L Y creations, C R A T I O N S. Um, and you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, all under. Uh, Chaos Lily Creations. Awesome. Anything you want to plug, Nick? Uh, yeah, um, I am also on TikTok. You can find me at Menchikun, M-E-N-C-H-I-K-U-N. Um, and that's on TikTok. Um, I do unoriginal things. If you've seen TikTok jokes, I do them again. It's fun. We're a couple of the dorks and we're just having fun while still stuck in quarantine waiting for our turn at the vaccine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. <sighs> um, our theme is by Dan Phillipson. Uh, it's called Passing Beauty. It's licensed through premiumbeats.com. Our editor is Scott Hill. Hi, Scott. Hello. I've also got a TikTok. It's Frodo Batman Vader. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. This is Ariel. This is Nick swimming off starting your own podcast can be intimidating especially when it comes to figuring out how to best spread the word 
When starting Fairy Tail, hands down, the most recommended site was Buzzsprout, and more than six months later, I certainly couldn't agree more. Working with Buzzsprout has allowed us to get published and track our audience on every major platform, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Plus, you get a great look at all the analytics you could possibly want. Personally, I love looking at the world map to see where my listeners are. You also get audio players that you can embed into other websites and an easily personalized website. They also now offer easy ways to find sponsors, an affiliate marketplace, and display other methods that listeners can support your podcast ad, like Patreon. Use the link in the show notes below to sign up for Buzzsprout today, and you'll also get a $20 Amazon gift card. We can't be together in person right now, but we can be together in the podsphere. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout today. Testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Can you hear me better now? Can you? Can you? Can you hear me?